Hello, this is Jessica. Jessica, it's Joey Jingola. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I am good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Um, you know what? I'll tell you what. One thing that I do have to say, and and you and Jason have a fantastic program because I'm a big learner. If I'm going to do something, I'm 100%. So I'm always, you know, either listening to a podcast or reading a book or doing something. It's all like, you know, educational wise. So the transition, if I would have done nothing and knew nothing and didn't prepare for it, it probably would have been very difficult. The check's in the mail, Jessica, and that was my good friend Jessica Birch of Bryce Point Insurance out in sunny San Diego, California. And I, yes, I appreciate the very, very, um, uh, very kind words, Jessica. It's, it's way too nice. I don't even know what to say. It's, it's, I'm blushing. It's embarrassing. I didn't even really want to include it, but I think it's important <clears throat> because I think this serves a much kind of bigger picture. And... It's the idea that are you getting the education you need and or want in the way that you want it from the people that you need it from? There's a pretty long-winded question to ask, but if you remember on the first two shows that we've had Jessica on, we were talking about her secret weapon. She's been making the transition from the accounting world into the insurance world, and you heard her there at the tail end say, well, yeah, I'm all about learning. I'm always learning, I'm always reading, I'm always listening, I'm always trying to fill my brain with more stuff, and that's fantastic. Um, and she said, however, you know, had I not you know, done anything, the transition would have been really hard. And if left to her own devices, potentially, I'm not gonna necessarily put words in her mouth, but again, a lot of what you might come across might not serve that. It might make it a little bit harder to prepare than necessary. And... It's this feeling of isolation that, hey, you know, these people that are maybe supposed to be educating me and keeping me current are not. And uh, for example, I just, it's very, very, you know, very traumatic on my brain right now because I am going through some Medicare training for really the first time and mainly because I've avoided selling Medicare for specifically this reason. It's just like, it's just more work than it's necessary. And it's just boring training that cannot be presented in a way that really just makes me not want to physically harm myself. And it's so difficult. And it's, I don't know why. And again, it's, it's just this question, like, why does it have to be this way? Why does it have to be this hard? How can we continue to prepare ourselves for what's next and still feel like we're part of something bigger because really i just want to say to jessica and everybody else out there we're not alone when i heard about you know like as an example i heard about the podcast and you know i struggled and i had received a call from a guy that i think he's in georgia and he was looking at joining in the group of brokers that i'm with and he said you know you need to check out jason Cass podcast and I'm like what is that you know so I went and looked at it and listened and I'm like oh my gosh and I listened to some of your podcasts and I'm like this is incredible this is exactly what I need it's motivating and you don't feel alone all right just just stop Jessica it's really honestly it's too much it's too much I really appreciate it but thank you um yes and 
again, it's not, uh, it's more or less the fact that we're the only idiots that decided to actually talk about insurance on the internet. Um, you know, marketing and, and, and serving kind of, there's just not a lot of us out there. So I think, I think that's part of it. But I mean, again, yes, we try to make it encouraging and motivating. And, and ultimately it's, I think it's the thrill that, Hey, guess what? There's these other people on the other side of the country or wherever you may be, or maybe it's right down the street and they're having the same challenges and problems and, and, you know, that I am. And it just, it feels a lot better to know that, you know, there's more of us out there, right? There's, there's, you're part of a larger thing and you're not alone and that, you know, Hey, this is what I'm looking for, right? It's, 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 it's the, it's the type of information that I need. And it's letting me know that I'm not the only one that has to learn it by themselves. And, you know, these things didn't, these things didn't, you know, if you talk to, I talked to my dad and I talked to any agent that is, you know, of a generation before and they, you know, they're, they're mystified a little bit, you know, like this, this didn't exist. And we've touched on this, I think in a previous episode, are you coasting around your small insurance world? Um, with my buddy, Mike Crowley and they, you know, that it was all centered on the idea that this didn't happen all that long ago, right? It wasn't that long ago that, you know, they just, they just didn't share ideas, right? Like they, they thought if they talked about, you know, things that were going on in their agency that were working, that they were going to steal it. Right. And and this is at local chamber events, you know, like no, nobody shared this stuff. And I think what's allowed this to, to be easier is that again, people feel a little more comfortable when, you know, again, they're on the other side of the country, they feel less threatened if they're talking with agents in other territories, if you will, there are still, there's still some of that silliness of, Hey, you know, you're my competition. I'm not going to share good ideas with you. Uh, but, but overall, it's just this idea of education and community that is, I, I don't know, being underserved potentially uh, in the industry, or it's, it's again, it's just very dry. It's, it's not very exciting to listen to. And it's not, it's not captivating, right? Like it, it, we've evolved to a point where we demand everything to be a, a little bit uh, entertaining, right? Like entertainment is, is part of the equation, right? It's no longer can we just, again, put out information and expect people to just consume it because it's good for you sort of thing. And again, you know, it can't, I cannot be stressed enough that, you know, if you're not taking advantage of this thing that didn't really even exist 20 years ago and you're not surrounding yourselves, whether it's, you know, within physical proximity or, you know, um, you know, uh, insurance line proximity of agents that, you know, can help you move, forward that I think, I think that's just a, a smidge, a smidge of a mistake. That's not a thing. Just, I think it's a thing that you're probably maybe want to pay a little more attention to, right? Like give yourself, you know, more motivation, more just, I mean, where you really just can't not look in a direction and see somebody doing something that you want to do. It's just going to make it become that much more normal to your daily process, your daily workflows, as opposed to, you know, the five or 10 or 20 agents that might be in your office, right? We, we, again, I, I think this has become a bigger theme on the show. I can't remember. It feels like I've said this before. Um, but, you know, I mean, the chances of you, you know, having somebody in your office that shares the ambitions that you do, maybe that's a possibility, but there's a pretty good chance that it's not, right? Just because, you, you know, the number of agents that I talk to, the number of agents that you hear kind of discussing, it's just, it's a rare thing. And it just hasn't, for whatever reason, 
really you know spread wide across the industry so you're gonna need to go outside of of that little you know you have to swim in a different pond or you know take a stream or a river somewhere to find a different pond to at least go visit from time to time and and see what's going on and I think part of the problem is is that we you know we still treat it in some capacity like the old industry that it still kind of wants to be it's this old industry that really needs to evolve and gosh it totally needs to change and grow and and catch up with the time so all of that kind of stuff that you know i did listen to you know my carriers podcasts and web access and all that kind of stuff but it's pretty boring i mean but the reality is is i wanted to listen to something that was like you're getting in there you're like in you're in the trenches you're really in there with everybody else but you know that's really that's helped me a lot and it motivates me and let's be honest, uh, most every, I'm going to say it, every single insurance company would be guilty of an attention hate crime if, you know, we held the candle to their, their training sessions, right? Literally, they would be arrested and probably facing life in prison. That's how bad most of the stuff that they put out is and how little effort, all right, effort's a bad word because they are very attentive to the um, the accuracy of said information. However, what they are just savagely tone deaf to is the way in which it is presented and the fact that, hey, guess what? You are a human being too that also likes to be stimulated in a way that just doesn't, you know, you, you like to hear things in a, in a pleasurable way, right? It just, it doesn't need to be this dry thing. And why aren't, you know, again, why aren't some of these people taking a little more prominent role in educating us in a way that, again, I don't like pointing fingers and, and play, you know, placing blame. Uh, again, it's up to us ultimately. It's always, I always look at it as it's always my fault. There's kind of a side note. Like I'm always thinking, well, it's, it's my fault, right? But you would like to think that um, I, I wouldn't have to sit through this training that is ridiculously god awful. If I just, I just, I just can't put it any other way, right? Um, and inapplicable, you know, as, as Jessica's saying, in the trenches, right? It's, I'm getting down there. I'm, I'm learning from the people who are doing it in a way that, you know, this is the stuff that I need to know. This is the stuff that you were not telling me, right? Um, and it's, it's none of these, you know, it's none of these, you know, generic examples of if Nancy Smith uh, has this, you know, Medicare plan and she opts to do, like, it's just, that stuff doesn't connect, right? It's just, you don't, they're not, they're not, they're, they're putting you five. Let's put it this way. The way that the information has always been taught to me in the standard format, it always felt as if they are putting me, you know, five or 10 feet behind the starting line. And then there was that gap that I had to make up. There's the, what they taught me and then what I actually need to know to be good at selling this thing and to actually know the stuff in the real world environment in which it exists and they treat it like this this thing that sits on a pedestal that is the most pristine thing ever and that it's never down and dirty. And that's, I think, what Jessica's talking about is, hey, guess what? We're talking about things from the front lines, uh, even digger, dig, digging deeper into the trenches, and that's what she wants, right? She wants that stuff. She doesn't want to waste her time trying to figure out how to get and crawl that last 10 feet to where she can actually do the thing because, you know, she's already had a successful accounting career. She's jumping into insurance and she wants to know right away. And again, too, 
you know, uh, and again, thank you again, Jessica. Very, very kind words. Uh, you know, she feels motivated, right? What is wrong with that? Nothing, I don't think. Uh, you know, I mean, there's 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 a time and a place to make you actually feel excited to go do this thing, right? I mean, I'm not. I don't know if I'm doing a great job right now, but you know, hopefully, when you get to the office, you're pretty excited to go. Maybe find another agent to you know, kind of build your little your little digital team or your, your little network of, 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 uh, of, um, I don't know, support group, if you will, your insurance support group, whatever it is, right. Hopefully you're feeling a little extra juice to get the thing done that hasn't been getting done. And I'm, you know, if, if I could play a role in that, if Jason can play a role in that, if people like agency nation, if, um, I'm blanking on some others, um, you know, whatever other people in the insurance space that are trying to provide you with this information, uh, if, if those people can, can do that for you, then great. Um, I do think maybe, maybe here's something that we could potentially do, right? If you agree with me and or Jessica in some capacity, and you would like to maybe see the, 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 the tone and the, uh, you know, the angle of the, the material and how it is presented to us and, and like to, you know, maybe have a little more dynamic, control over the the learning environment in which you know we may or may not be able to place ourselves and let's actually bring it right to their front door and say hey listen there are these things out here that i kind of like to listen to now they're not as maybe specific as you know they need to be on your specific product and guess what if you could actually give me something like this a little more specific on your product on your service on your company then i might be a little more apt to you know pay attention to it. And now granted, yes, we're independent agents and ultimately the best product is going to win regardless of what we think of the company. And usually those things go hand in hand. You know, there's not too often that you have a company that you really don't like and you're just going to sell the crap out of it because usually if you don't like them, then there's a chance that they probably don't like their customers all that much. And so it's usually going to be something that anyways, I think you get what I'm saying, right? So I guess if we're walking away from, from this and I just want to say, that I, I love learning. I hate the way people try to make me learn most of the time. It's why I hated 20 years of school or 22 years of school and couldn't wait to get out because I wanted to learn the way that was most engaging, most exciting, most, you know, enthusiastic for myself. And I didn't want somebody to tell me how I should be learning and the way and what I needed to learn. And I just wanted to do it on my own. If you think that you want to maybe live in that reality a little bit more, let's take, let's take it right to the front door and say, here, here you go. Let's maybe just, just pay attention to this. This is a thing. Maybe we like a little bit more of it because it just feels better. Let's talk about baby gates for a second. And uh, just because it's, it's becoming a bit of a hazard for me. A little guy is finally starting to take off and crawl you know, substantially uh, around the premises. And um, and obviously we have two other little kids. And, uh, but, I mean, uh, so anyways, baby gate action is in full force. And, uh, God, I hate nothing more than baby gates because it's just so inconvenient. I have to... So here's the thing, right? The four-year-old, uh, my daughter, she's not really tall enough to get over the thing properly without, you know... It's a 50-50 shot whether she's going to get hurt trying to get over the thing. And then we've got, you know, obviously the little one. We don't want, you know, him falling up or down the stairs. 
Anyways, so I'm readjusting my life after, you know, five years or whatever it is with baby gates. And I'm just, and we're taking it up, you know, up and down sometimes, you know, because, you know, sometimes we're on, on the lookout and we kind of have an eye on them. Anyways, I've literally three times on three separate occasions, I have almost uh, severely injured myself, not realizing that there's a baby gate there. Uh, first thing in the morning, rolling down the, you know, walking down the stairs rather hastily, checking my phone. That's kind of dark. Ran into the thing full full steam. I don't know how I did it. I don't know where this like ninja reflex came back to me, but I somehow I managed to avoid from eating the hardwood floor with my face. I don't know how, but I'm just it's 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 so it's I'm struggling very hard because it's happened several other times. You'd think I would learn after that, but I was like, wow, this is I could die because you know you're flying down the stairs. It's dark. You know, I mean, I felt like an idiot because you, know, you see those videos of people, you know, they fall and trip over things while checking their phone. So definitely keep the phone. You know, nowhere near, uh, you know, while I'm walking down the stairs. But it's just something, again, because it's off and on, it's intermittent, and we've got, I feel like there's no answer to my my situation because I'm either potentially injuring one child or the other one, and and then I'm, you know, at, you know, anyways. It's just something that I was, I didn't think was going to be a thing. I never thought this would would be a thing. I was always fully in baby gate mode, and now it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Any baby gate tips, if you have had a similar age difference with your children, would love to hear how you kind of remind yourself if I have to like kind of like you know kind of uh, rig up like some sort of like alarm system like kind of do some yarn and some bell system sort of thing uh, to where as I cross that threshold like let a bell ring so I know like hey pay attention because you're about to die um, if you have any of those tips I'd love to hear them because I'm uh, it's been it's been a couple close calls that's all I'm gonna say uh, however, if you want to be fully attentive uh, to what's coming in front of you uh, for you and your agency and not potentially, you know, trip over a baby gate, Grow Lab 2017, still a thing, still still happening, October 24th, 25th, Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, again, this is something, again, I've, I've talked to a couple of agents. This is for any agent, any CSR, any agency owner, uh, anybody that is looking to surround themselves with a bunch of people, much like we talked about, that are looking to do things differently, to kind of keep their average up, and to maybe make some of those connections that you can walk away with and, and add to your support team. And I know that there's a lot of agents that are going that are, you know, would love more agents to kind of connect with on a regular basis. GrowLab2017.com to do that. The agenda just went live here about a week and a half ago. So feel free to go check that out. And I hope to see you there.